Testing, testing, test, 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 Okay, this is the very first episode of the Patel Family Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Neeraj Patel, and I am listening, <laughs> wishing you good mental health. Um, we're not really sure what this is going to look like, but we're just going to start it very informally, very casually. We're just having dinner, and whenever we have dinner, we remember to turn on the podcast. We're going to turn it on and record something, and we'll see if we ever publish it or not. We don't know, but this is just to record our conversations, if nothing else. Okay, so I want you guys to forget that this is even here, okay? But you need to, we need to have conversation. It just can't be daddy talking, all right? So I'm going to introduce our panel today. On my left is the esteemed Noah Patel. Say hello, Noah. Hello. Yes, he does sound that weird. <laughs> Directly in front of me is uh, Dr. Christine Patel. Doctor? Not a doctor. Hi. Uh, on my right is my little daughter, Deedlebutt. Dr. Deedlebutt. <laughs> Say hello, Dr. Deedlebutt. Hello, Dr. Deedlebutt. And finally, we have Dr. Eva Battelle. Say, doctor. Okay, thank you. Okay, so today we'll be talking from Romans 1. We've been studying Romans 1 for a while now. And we've gone through... Um, well, you know what? Can anybody tell me what we've talked about so far? Just one thing. Remember, this is the letter from Paul to what? Romans. What does that mean, the Romans? Who is the Romans? The church in Rome. The church in Rome. What movie did we watch the other day, Eva, that had Rome in it? Gladiator. Gladiator, right. And so that, those were the Romans, and this was about maybe a little bit before that movie took place. Anyway, so this is the letter from Paul to, to the Romans, the church in Rome, the Christians in Rome, right? And can anybody tell me one thing that he, he mentioned in the letter, in chapter 1? Just one. He loves them. He loves them, good, okay. Did you guess that, or did you actually remember that? I remember that. It doesn't count if you guessed it. Okay, now one thing. Remember, there's millions of people listening to you. <laughs> Don't mess up. And God loves you. <laughs> it's always a good one to try. But, uh, I'm sure he said that, but give me something more substantive than that. Mom, you can't cheat. Uh, Jesus is going to be the son of David according to the flesh. <laughs> it was really vague at first, God loves you. <laughs> and then it's like, Jesus yeah. is son of David according to the flesh. <laughs> so Christine, for those of us who can't see what happened, Christine showed no other passage. Okay, so what does that mean, that he's going to be the son of David according to the flesh? Jesus is going to descend from David. What does that mean? What do you mean descend? Like genealogically? Yes. Okay, good. David will be Jesus' ancestor. Very good. Okay. And Leela, name one thing that you remember Paul writing to the Romans in chapter 1. Okay, I'll give you a hint. He, he really wanted to go where? On vacation. Not vacation. <laughs> he really wanted to be with someone. Who, who do you want to be with? Huh? Huh? Yes, but you guys can't always take the easy way out and say... 
God loves you and he wants to be with God and the answer to everything is not Jesus. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's mom whispering in your ear? <laughs> he wants to be with the Romans. He wants to be with the Romans, the Christians in Rome, that's right. Okay, I'm glad you guys remembered nothing. Okay, fine. Something. See if you can remember this today. Okay, this is short. I'm reading from chapter 1, verse um, verse 16. This is the easy-to-read version. That's not a joke. I am proud of the good news because it is the power God uses to save everyone who believes, to save the Jews first and now to save those who are not Jews. The good news shows how God makes people right with himself. God's way of making people right begins and ends with faith. As the scriptures say, the one who is right with God by faith will live forever. Now, I know you guys never listened on the first time, so I'm going to read it one more time, okay? And Leela, listen, because I'm going to ask you a question. And millions and billions of people are listening. Okay? Not. Maybe one or two people are listening. Probably. I am proud of the good news. What's the good news, Leela? What's another word for it? Gospel. Gospel. Good. I am proud of... And what is the gospel? (laughs) No, you can't stuff your mouth with bread and just assume that I'm not going to call on you. We're going to wait. Until you decide to tell us what's the gospel. <clears throat> you know, you're the expert on this. We talk about this believe in nine times. Believe and repent. Okay, but you can't just say believe and repent. What does that mean? If, if there's people listening right now who are not Christians, they have no idea what it means to believe and repent. They don't know what the gospel is. So if you had to explain to them, what would you say? In very easy language. Mm-hmm. Believe in what? Believe in God and in Jesus. Jesus. Well, let's back up a little bit, okay? <coughs> Did God give us a law to follow? Did he give us rules to follow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. And what happens if we break those rules? Um, you don't go to heaven. You don't go to heaven, that's right. What's the punishment for breaking rules? Thank for you. breaking God's law. That you don't go to heaven. You don't go to heaven. Where do you go? To hell. You go to hell. Is there anyone alive who has not broken God's laws? No. Who, Eva? Jesus. Okay, that's not what I meant. Any humans? Pure, pure, 100%. Yeah, I don't know. No. Okay. So do we all deserve to go to hell? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. But, okay, now is where you can talk talk about believe and repent. So... What is what has God done? What did Jesus do for us? He died on the cross to pay for our sins. Very good. And so, if we what? Believe and repent. Believe in who? Jesus. Jesus and repent of what? What does it mean to repent? Turn away from sin. Very good. So you repent of your sin. Excellent. Okay. At least try to, right? So you believe and you repent. You believe in Jesus as the Son of God and you repent. Then what? You go to heaven. Because your sins are what? They're 
Forgiven. Forgiven. Very good. Thanks, Mommy. Okay, that's the gospel, right? So he's saying, I am proud of that message. I am proud of the gospel because it is the power God uses to save everyone who believes. So that's the power God uses. That means that there is power in the gospel. Do you have enough chips in your mouth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is the power God uses. So the gospel has power. It's not just a message. It's not just words. It is power. You understand that? Mm-hmm. It is the power God uses to save everyone who believes. To save the Jews first, because the message of Jesus went to the Jews first, and now to those who are not Jews. What's it called if you're not a Jew? Where are you? A Gentile. A Gentile. The good news, the gospel, shows how God makes people right with himself. Because the way you just explained, right? He forgives our sins. We get connected to God again. Because he forgives us if we repent and we believe, right? God's way of making people right begins and ends with faith. So I want to talk about faith. Don't go anywhere. Stay where are you going? You have to go poop? Okay. No, I just ah. So listen, this is one of the most important parts. God's way of making people right. That's the gospel. It begins and it ends with faith. Not what you do, but your faith. Now here's the question for you. What kind of faith do you have? Do you have a faith that is like the devil's faith? Or a demon's faith? Or do you have a faith that is the faith of a, ch- of a, a child of God? What's the difference? What, what is a faith that a demon has? Uh, it means like they know that God is real, Jesus is real, but like they don't... Um, Actually, well, they're not actual Christians. Like they... They, they don't repent. The yeah, they don't repent, yeah. Like, like they... Yeah, they say Jesus is bad and stuff like Lewis said, yeah. Right, so that is, you guys are right. So there's a difference between the faith that demons have, which is not really faith, it's just they say, oh yes, I know Jesus is the Son of God. Here, here. Like but Noah said something really important, which was that they don't repent. They know, the demons know that Jesus is the Son of God, but they're not repentant. They don't change their behavior as a result of that. that that's, that's the main difference. Very good. No? So, even the demons believe that Jesus is the Son of God. In fact, they know it better than we know it. They believe it stronger than we believe it. Because they've seen him. They know him. They've laid eyes on Jesus. They've laid eyes on God's throne. They've seen God face to face. The demons have. And yet, they don't repent. That's the difference between Christians, real Christians, and people like who are, who are just Christians in name only. Right? People who are Christians in name only, that they're just like the demons. They believe. Maybe they believe in their minds that Jesus is the Son of God. Maybe they're, they have, it's what's called, called, it's what's called intellectual assent. Intellectual means like in your brain. Assent means, yes, I agree. So their brains agree, Lila, that Jesus is the Son of God, right? Demons do that. Christians do that. Fake Christians do that, right? But what is the thing, the one thing, Lila, that sets real Christians apart from fake Christians and sets them apart also from demons. Not repenting. 
they, they repent. Real Christians repent, right? They turn from their sin. And they turn from their sin because they recognize Jesus as being the Son of God. They, they, they recognize that and they submit to Him. They say, you are my Lord. What does Lord mean? What's another word for Lord? A synonym. What? Uh-huh. No. Okay. Sort of. Closer. You have a try? You want to give it a try? Savior? No. When they say you are my Lord, it's another way of saying you are my master. I am your servant. You are my master. You tell me what to do and I will do it. That's someone who repents. That's someone who recognizes Jesus as being their Lord, their master. They're obedient. They repent. They don't do what's sinful. They turn away from their sin and they do what is right. They set their eyes on, they fix their eyes on Jesus and, and pleasing Him and doing what Jesus would have them do. People who are fake Christians or people who are, not people who are demons, but demons, right? People who are fake Christians and, and demons, they all recognize that Jesus is God, is God, is the Son of God. They, they, they realize that, they know that. But, what, Eva? They don't. They don't. Well, they're believed, but they don't no, repent. repent. And it's even that you can even say that they don't believe. It's a different kind of belief, right? It's not the type of saving belief. It's a fake. It's sort of an intellectual assent, and that's not saving faith. That's not saving belief. You understand? Mm -hmm. So the reason I bring up the scripture today and want to read it to you today is I want you to ask yourself because I sometimes I'm concerned about you guys. I wonder. Do my kids have actual faith and repentance? Do they have real belief? Are they real Christians? Or are they like the demons? I'm not saying you guys are demons, but I'm saying you're, are you, I want you to ask yourselves, are you like the demons? Is your faith similar to the demons or is it like real Christians? Do you understand what I'm asking you? And this is especially important for you, Leela, because you're being baptized on Saturday. So this whole week, I want you to be thinking about this, okay? I want you to think about, do I love Jesus? Not just, oh yes, he's the son of God, and I memorize all these facts, I know the gospel. Those things are great. But when you say you're a Christian, it's something more than that. When you get in the pool on Saturday, okay? And I'm gonna take you in my arms, and I'm gonna ask you questions about, not questions like hard questions, but I'm gonna ask you, do you believe that Jesus is the son of God? Do you turn away from your sin? Things like that, okay? Right. I want to ask you those things. And I want you to have thought about this very carefully this week. Because when you're in that pool, I mean, the heavens are looking at you. They're watching this. Jesus is going to be there with us. And the Bible says that whenever two or more of us are gathered in his name, that he is there with us. And so Saturday, there's going to be 30 people gathered in his name. Something like that. That means that Jesus is going to be there with us, okay? He's going to be present, and I want you to be baptized knowing full well that you have a saving faith. You are a real Christian. And the difference is, do you not only believe that he's the Son of God, but do you, are you on your knees? Do you repent? Do you submit to him as your God, your Lord, your Master? Do you understand what I'm saying? And you guys, you two have already been baptized. And Christine, you've been baptized. But it's a good reminder for yourselves. Are you living in such a way that shows that you really believe this? 
Do you really live out your faith that way? Do you pray? When you pray, do you just are you just making a list of things you want? Because if that's what you're doing, then God is just a, a genie to you. He's just like Amazon.com. He, he's just something you order. It's just, you just place an order and you get something. Is that is that God or is that just Amazon? Amazon. Do you have a saving faith in Amazon.com? Mm -mm. No. Is Amazon going to save you? Mm -mm. No. This is the God. This is your Abba Father, right? There's a big difference. And so I want you two to examine yourselves and think about, do I really believe this? And do I, do I, not just do I believe it, but do I submit to God as my Lord? Do I treat him as my father or does he bore me? Am I uninterested in the things of God? Do you guys understand what I'm communicating? Noah, do you understand? Yeah. Eva, do you understand? Mm -hmm. Lila, Christine? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so that was my message for you guys. I wanted to open it up to discussion. Noah, I know you have to go study and do your homework, so just I'm going to give you one minute. Do you have any thoughts you want to share? The answer is yes. Say whatever's on your mind. Uh, Remember, there's millions of people watching. Listen. There's not lots of people. <laughs> what did you learn tonight? Uh, Jesus is there when someone's baptized. Not just when someone's baptized. Well, not just then, but yes, I but understand. That's a fact. I want you to focus on the more important, the, the real message I was giving you at the very end. You and Eva. You heard what I said, right? Yeah. Did you understand it? Mm hmm So your thoughts. And Eva, you can pipe in if you have thoughts too. We're real Christians because... We've been baptized, and not only do we believe in Jesus, but we love him and repent. Well, you don't have to be baptized to be a real Christian. That's that, You're right, no, that's true. You don't have to be baptized to be a real Christian. But I understand what you're saying, Eva. But you guys are stating facts. I want you to think about yourselves and share with the millions of people listening what you really, what you think about yourself. There's not millions of people listening. Fine, there's like 10,000, whatever. No, no, there's like 10. <laughs> there's Probably nobody will ever listen to this. That's fine. Just <laughs> share what you think about yourself. This is mostly for us to listen back a year from now, 10 years from now, and remember what it was like. Hi, future Eva. <laughs> I think it's important to remember that um, just because you were baptized, you know, two years ago, five years ago, 20 years ago, whatever, that doesn't mean that it's like a ticket to heaven um, and that you constantly always have to be asking yourself, do I, am I, am I showing faith or am I doing like daddy said, just, you know, you're, you're agreeing that, yeah, he's the son of God, but your behavior and your heart, your attitudes, your thoughts don't reflect that. And I think that it's really easy to get tricked into, um, I guess just into that mindset of just like, oh, it's all okay. I believe so everything's fine, but your behavior doesn't match. And I think um, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of evidence in the Bible that says that our behavior does matter. I agree. Okay. Well, I want you to have an original thought. Leela, what are your thoughts? Well, I don't really have any. But... <laughs> <laughs> She's so upfront. I don't really have any. No thoughts. And that's fine. She's little, but no, Eva. I want you to have, contribute something. I want you something that's not a fact, something you feel about what we talked about, or something about yourself. Share something about yourself. I'll go first. 
for a very long time, I've thought just with my brain about Jesus. And there will be periods when I listen to a, a nice song or um, we go to church and I, I feel something inside. I feel my heart being stirred for God. And I feel like for a few days, I'll feel like really connected to God. And then it goes away after a while. Maybe you can relate to that. I don't know. I can. You can? Yeah. Yeah. But lately, the past month, maybe a month and a half, it's been very different for me. I felt an affection and a love for Jesus that I have not felt in my whole life. And I don't know exactly what leads to it, but I know what helps me to sustain it. And I want, if there's any message I can give to you guys today, and if I were to die tomorrow, the message I want, I would want you to remember is to always, always, always keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. That means you're, you're, if you don't make an effort every day to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, if you don't make an effort to pursue him, to think about him, to read scripture, to pray, to involve him in every aspect of your life, if you don't always think about the most important thing in the world, which is Jesus Christ, if your eyes are not fixed on him, then it'll be very, very easy for you to get distracted by the world. You will think about other things, because life is busy, right? You have school, you have work, you, you will have work, you have a family to take care of, you have problems, you have so many problems in life. It's very... <laughs> Great message. Real talk. <laughs> you will. You will. You have lots of problems in life. And we all know that. And you will get distracted by those things and, and just, you, you will lose sight of what's most important. If you don't persuade yourself every day to fix your eyes on Jesus. So that is my message to you and that is what I've been doing and it's, it, it, it has been wonderful. Okay, so I went first. Noah, you've got to go back to, you got lots of schoolwork and homework to do tonight. Give me a thought, something that you felt or something that you think or some reflection on yourself, your personal life. And it's okay to say, you know what, I haven't been doing a very good job about this. I want to do better. That's okay to say that too. I mean, that's, that is what I feel though. Well, then say it. Well, I haven't been doing a very good job and I should do better. Okay. But it's hard to make yourself feel things, right? Yes. That emotional high, it's hard to achieve that. So what but, steps can you take then to, to do better? Right. Read the Bible more. Uh, but yeah, I mean, read the Bible more, but has that worked? We've talked about that a million times. Has that actually worked? You're very, it's very, I mean, you're well, very, it sometimes does, though. It sometimes does, but have you made it a regular habit? It's well, hard to do, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So what I would encourage you to do is, yes, it's important to read the Bible, but more important than that, I want you just to spend time just communing with God. I don't mean praying like a list of things that you need or want or you're thankful for. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know what communing means? Like, I want you to just sit there and just imagine yourself in the presence yeah, of Jesus. Yeah, I know what that means. Okay. Great. I want you, and just for the benefit of all the vast numbers of people who don't know what I mean, it, you want to be communing. You want, you want to commune with God. Just spend time with Him in His presence. Just imagine you're there in His presence. Imagine what He might say to you. Just and, and let the Spirit guide your mind. Let the Spirit guide your heart when you're spending that time communing with God. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And let that just emotional relationship develop. Try that. Okay. And we can see how that goes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Eva, what do you think? I think I know. 
Yeah, go ahead. Thanks, Tom. So if you don't know what to talk about, do what Noah did, do what I did. Critically evaluate yourself in your spiritual life and share with us what you would like. I think I need to just take more time to do what you said, to spend time with God. Like, um... Go ahead. Um, I've been... A, a lot recently I've been consumed by schoolwork, so I haven't had a lot of time to just be with God. Mm-hmm. So I think I need to work on that. You know, I, I even let sometimes my work drop to make this a priority. Like it's very, and no, as you're leading, just listen as I'm talking. It is so liberating to take what is most important for you, which is work or school, and throw that on the side and say, you know what, Jesus is even more important. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna put all that aside. I don't care if I get a bad grade on this class. I'm gonna prioritize my time with God. And it feels scary at first because you're like, oh no, what am I gonna do? I'm not gonna get my work done. But when you do that, when you really prioritize God in such a way that even what's important to you might suffer, you might have consequences with your work, with your school, and you still put God first and you prioritize him, when when the first time you do that, it's gonna feel amazing, I guarantee it. So if you have to put your work aside, your school work aside, do that. Prioritize your time with God. You got it? That's my suggestion to you. Do you have anything else you want to add? Okay. Mom? Any words? We're going to shut down here. Um, No, I just think that it's really important to just remember that um, the gospel is the core of what makes us a Christian, and our faith is what transforms us, and... um, there's power in that. I think that it's really important. Like you, you, you talked about that a little bit before, but it's so important to remember that there's power in the gospel. And, um, I think we're really good at, at stifling that and kind of putting water on that fire. We're, we're experts at that. And I think that we need to be better about just letting the power of the gospel flow through us mm-hmm. from what we believe. Yeah, that's, that's great. You want to say something? Go finish your sandwich. I'm not so hungry anymore. Not so hungry anymore? Is it because you ran into the mustard? I see you took all the vegetables out. And the meat. So what did you see? Bread? Pretty much. And some cheese. And cheese? Cheese and bread? Eat the vegetables, please. She is. Okay, anyway. That's fine. All right. Um, Can we close in prayer? Eva, can you lead us, please? There's nobody listening. Just don't worry about it. It's just You're not going to publish it? Future Eva. Go ahead. Um, Even if I publish it, nobody will click on it. Fine, oh, just go. Okay, don't talk with your mouth, though. Say what you always say. There's nothing. Just pretend this glowing red microphone is not here. It's like, no, you need to get better at praying. I never say you need to get better at praying. There's no better. Well, you need to spend more time praying. Yes, you do need to spend more time praying. We all do. Go ahead. Just do your best, okay? Nobody nobody judges you. 
And if they do, who cares? Your relationship with God is yours. There's no right way to talk to your Abba. Okay. Good. <clears throat> Dear God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, thank you that we got to do this podcast and teach people about you. And for those who are not watching, please help them to come to know you. Thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for us so that we wouldn't have to bear the pain of our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Great prayer. That's fantastic, Eva. Thank you. All right, that's the end of uh, season one. Season one. <laughs> Tune in next year for season two. That's the end of episode one. Um, bye.